1: Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Disney Brick Radio Show. This is episode 164. Thank you very much for joining me. And joining me, as always, is Alan. Hello, Alan. Hi, Adam. How are you doing? I'm not bad. This feels a bit weird. What well, sounds be- weird? Well, that we're doing a
0: normal show, and we haven't done one for weeks. To be fair i feel out of sync totally i
1: do i do, completely for those of you who listen to the show regularly you will know that we've done what can only be described as four mammoth episodes in the past four weeks where we've done a park overview of both the magic of magic kingdom epcot um hollywood studios and the animal kingdom of which we know we've, that, we've, um go on
0: i was gonna say we've spent the equivalent of eight hours in the parks pretty
1: much over the past four weeks yeah hang on i've got to move me i've been sat here so long my legs actually gone dead there we go i've moved um, not those eight hours. Obviously, I've moved in between each episode. but uh, yeah, we, yeah, we did please. an overview. And, and thank you for the comments from people as well. We've had loads of comments from people saying uh, how much they enjoyed them and how it's been really great for them to understand what state the parks are in this summer because they're obviously going out there and to know what is and isn't going to be open when they go. So uh, thank you for your lovely comments. And to those people who have been uh, apparently been on long runs and managed to listen to only half an episode. Yeah,
0: it's it's... I know people who listen to our podcast usually, and they said that over the past four episodes, they've had to stop listening to other podcasts. <laughs> because of the length of it. Run out of time. More. Yeah.
1: I am not else to listen to. But we're, we're back to our normal shows now. This is the full Disney Brit Radio show, and then that will be followed by the Disney Brit's uh, Bite Size. Although I think the next Disney Brit Bite Size, we're actually going to do a short tour of Downtown Disney. Yeah. Uh, Disney because people Springs. People have asked if we can do Downtown Disney, Disney Springs, and cover all of that, because... Um, They're obviously going out this summer, want to know a little bit about that as well, so we'll we'll kind of cover that as well. But this is the normal Disney Brit episode, so let's explain to you what is going to be going on this week. Uh, We're going to do some uh, news and rumours, which uh, we always do at the top of the show, we just quickly go through those, don't drag that out for too long, just uh, a little recap of what's been going on. We're also going to talk to you a little bit about the Disney Brit running team, and we mentioned this a little while back, and uh, there's some news we want to give you about that, and about, we've kind of had a, a slight change of... Heart, I suppose, in the way that we want to do it. We're still going to do the half marathon, but some of the things we're, we're thinking about doing as well. We want your help with that. We're going to do uh, Disney's ultimate attraction, and then we thought we'd do something a little bit fun to uh, round off this first show back after the uh, park overviews. And we're going to talk about our Disney confessions. These are kind of things that we haven't done in the parks, or things that we've kind of we said this is a really good idea because we know it's a good idea. We haven't necessarily had a chance to do it ourselves, or things that maybe you don't know about us to do with Disney it's, it's kind of you're a Disney fan what is it that everyone will be shocked at you revealing sort of thing uh, we're going to be having a go at that and so people have answered that question over on Facebook as well we're going to incorporate those things in two and that's the whole show isn't it yeah hopefully for like about an hour
0: an hour or so
1: I would think definitely
0: that would be the perfect length of a show about an hour yeah
1: <laughs> better than the two and a half I think that Epcot ended up being or something like that
0: yeah they they were all two hours we couldn't help it we we couldn't. different parks different amounts of attractions two hours and we
1: thought hollywood studios oh that's not gonna take long nothing's open that was one of the longest ones in the end i think wasn't it we had brent dodge talking about all sorts of stuff but if you haven't seen those go back and take a listen to all four of those and uh, let us know what you think right let's do some news and rumors here we go
0: good morning sire good morning zazu checking in with the morning report fire away
1: Right then, it is our 4 by 2 yes, because there's two of
0: us, there's four bits of news. Yeah. So, Alan, start us
1: off with the first one.
0: Um, The Harambi Marking is in place.
1: The uh, Imagination Pavilion is turning inside out.
0: Camels towed to the Tree of Life.
1: And the Jedis <laughs> are taking over France. Right, so let's start with our first piece of news then, Alan, what's going on?
0: Right, okay, over at Harambe Marketplace, well, no, start again. Over at Harambi, they've now got a marketplace. They haven't. And um, there's, been, there's been an expansion going on for the past few months. That hasn't be, actually been that long, the construction, to be honest. No, no, not at all. Um, and there was nothing really officially announced about it until the opening time of it was revealed. Um, people have been able to see a little bit of construction wall going on. And... There was a a big giant water tower that had been constructed as part of the marketplace that was clearly visible, but still there was no official word about what it was going to entail. Um, But the marketplace is now open, I believe. Um, We haven't seen it personally, we've only seen what's available on the internet, which everyone else can have a look at. Um, But the marketplace is an expansion to the Africa section of the park. It's going to bring a quick service restaurant um, with covered seating for 200 guests. There's going to be a new walkway which is linking from Africa to Asia. And um, food and beverages include street style, di- I can't even say street style dishes, all served um, with four, at four walk-up locations within the marketplace. Now, I'm not going to talk much about the food because we've not experienced it. No, nope. and I prefer to hear more sort of feedback before we actually sort of say all that's in there. Although there is one thing that seems to be some sort of like spare rib style lump of meat. I've got no idea what it is, but it just, looks nice.
1: You can buy a lump of meat.
0: Yeah, I'm just trying. OK, I think it's called Chef Mwanga's Spiced Rub Rib.
1: Yes, something along those lines. Oh, sounds good. Yeah,
0: There's um, you're also going to be able to get plenty of South African wine. And um, there's going to be lager um, from the Orlando Brewing Company. Yeah, which is not very African. Um, but from from what I understand, it's going to be a great addition to this area. Well it's had a lot now, of uh,
1: work done on it recently hasn't it, Harambe, with the opening of uh, the Harambe Theatre and the recent um, uh, improvements to the, I forgot the name of the bar in that particular area now, it's going to really annoy me. Tamu Tamu? Tamu Tamu uh, and all that sort of stuff has, has had a massive uh, uh, amount of work done to it recently, so it's, it's good to see this has kind of continued.
0: Yeah. One of the amazing things, which I think, is, is, is this to me, is the brilliant thing about Animal Kingdom. Yeah. The amount of work that goes into it to make it look as though there's not a lot of work gone into it, as though it's just as it happens. You're
1: dead right. And do you know what? I, I, I want to sort of do a shout out to Radio Harambe. Uh, for those of you who heard the Animal Kingdom episode, um, they do a, a show obviously called Radio Harambe, which goes through a lot of the kind of history and backstory and detail and things like that of uh, all of the areas of the park and i kind of i've listened on and off to radio harambe but i made a special effort actually in the past couple of weeks to go back through all of their old episodes that talk about all of the the park's theming and stuff like that and one of the things yep. they talk about is the area of harambe and about how detailed the theming is for an area that looks so rundown
0: yeah it's, it's absolutely crazy isn't it and when you, when you think about it, it's, it's just one small section, but this section is, is, well, essentially it's huge because obviously it's it goes on to the safari. Yeah. Um, but if you compare this marketplace to, say, I don't know, Dino Land, you know, Dino Land, there's been a lot of detail put into it, but people gave it a lot of abuse, basically. Yeah. You know, it's just tarmac on the floor, it's nothing fantastic, although there's a lot more work gone into it than that. Well, when you see this new marketplace, because it's designed to look like a traditional african marketplace that's just thrown up at the side of the railway station yeah there's there's like coat hangers hanging off fence posts you know n- nothing amazing but it looks as though it fits into the right location
1: yeah and uh there's a lot of talk about which kind of style of rhombo this is when it takes place during the history and who owns it whether it's the british etc and there's all of those elements in there that i really like about this it's it's, it's great. It's such an amazing area. Um, so it's nice to sit there looking after it and giving it a bit more, which is good.
0: Yeah, and I think when I go this time, I'm going to try and experience as much as I can from this market. Yeah. Inclu- including at least six yeah. glasses of wine. At least. At least.
1: Oh, dear. This not Might great. as well do all of it. I'm going to be getting drunk on FaceTimes, aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> it's again. Not going to happen again. Okay, so that's rumbo, That's what's going over there. Let's head over to Epcot, and we're heading over to the Magic High Theatre because uh, those of you who... Uh, been in the past couple of weeks will know that there's been uh, previews of tomorrowland and they are going to be replaced towards the end of this month in fact on the 30th of may you will no longer get previews of tomorrowland but you're going to get previews of the new disney pixar movie inside out and i don't know if any of you have seen any of the trailers for this and uh, what the idea of it is but it's this idea that you're brain your mind is controlled by small people that live inside your head and each of the different characters within it have a different group of people dad has some mum has some the child in it has some and we don't know a massive amount other than that about what the actual film is about but the trailers are fantastic they are so good and yeah. uh, you're going to get to see an extended sort of highlights I suppose of this particular movie if you head over to the imagination pavilion in the magic theatre it's something you will get to see won't you it'll be open when you're there
0: um, yeah, in in theory, it should be opened the day before I go there. So you'll be able to go and see it and, and report
1: back yeah. to to what you think of it.
0: If I'm not hung over from the Harambi marketplace, yeah, if you're
1: still not hungover over. From, from. Is here.
0: um is the Magic Eye Theater yeah, does it actually lift up and down? Like um, I'm sure the one does does in Paris. Yes,
1: I, I do believe it did move. I don't know whether it will for this, but
0: I, I've got a feeling that they are trying to incorporate some sort of special effects into it. Because I think they were trying to do that with the Tomorrowland.
1: Right, well, I'll be good then. I can't wait for Tomorrowland. Uh, I'm so excited. There's not many films that I want to go and see on opening day. But I think Tomorrowland is going to be one of those.
0: I've I've, I've shown several people the trailer of it. People that aren't Disney fans, people who are yeah. Marvel fans, etc. Yeah. And they've said, that looks amazing. It does.
1: It looks absolutely fantastic. I can't wait for that to open. It's going to be so good when it does.
0: I've got a big question about it, though. What's that? I'm it seems to be too many genres of film it seems to be adventure it seems to be sci-fi and it seems to be like killing people with lasers
1: <laughs> okay, whatever genre on. that is uh yeah i don't know what getting people with lasers genre is exactly but uh i i'm gonna you know i'll give it a chance see what happens see what see what it's all about and um and I don't want to report about what we've seen no about what we think
0: of it um going, going back into inside out yes what was the th- story behind Cranium Command? Was that the same sort of concept? Yeah,
1: great sort of. Yeah, Cranium Command was this idea there was uh, you had a guy called Buzz or a person called Buzz who was controlling the the mind of a young of a boy who was at school, and you had um, the commander, and Buzz was kind of like a new recruit. Uh, the the commander was called General Knowledge. Um, So they used all of those elements and there was different characters that came in to do with the different senses and about the controlling the mind of this particular child. So it's kind of, I suppose, a development of that initial idea that used to get over at the Wonders of Life pavilion, yeah.
0: Yeah, I wonder if it's, well actually it won't from what I understand. It won't spear on the idea of redeveloping that um, Wonders of Life pavilion.
1: I don't think so, no. I dare it. But it's a, definitely a good way of being able to do something with Wonders of Life of the ones too. But that seems to be like yep. the festival centre now for things like Flower and Garden. So I don't yeah. know if they'll ever do anything else with it. We'll see. Who knows? Well, right, what's crossed. going on then uh, with uh, camels?
0: Oh, yeah. They've, um, they've been trying to do a lot more live animal encounters at the Animal Kingdom. And they recently sort of did did some tests with um, Winged Encounter Show, which was hidden away to one side of the Tree of Life. And then it came forward into a more prominent area, and they've now expanded that Winged Encounter Show. Now, they're now rumoured, I've got to emphasise this as a rumour, because it's not confirmed, that they're going to start testing out a camel experience, which I think is quite bizarre. Well, this
1: would would fit in with uh, the idea that... They've just got rid of the Sunset Safari. Right. So the safaris at the Animal Kingdom Lodge have gone. Um, right. So there'll be, they would need to replace some sort of experience, I would guess. So it might work.
0: Well, I'm not an Animal Kingdom Lodge here. It's Animal
1: no, Kingdom. I know, I know it's in Animal Kingdom, but because that the safaris used to go into Animal Kingdom. Right. Um, I wonder whether this might be a replacement for that activity. So it's something a little bit different. I don't know.
0: I, I, I don't know, it's, well, from, from what I've, I've heard, right, what they're going to do is they're going to walk out and parade a, a camel. Now, camels to me, they don't seem that exciting. They're not brightly colored birds flapping around. No. And potentially going to fly off, which you're secretly praying is going to happen, but it's never going to happen because they've been trained to come back for the food. Not necessarily because they're bonded to the trainers because they want food. yeah. Um But I think parading it, a, an animal that is about a to ton in weight around in front of guests, I don't see how that's going to be exciting or dynamic.
1: No, no they, I'd be intrigued to know where they're going to fit them as well, because in theory, camels are kind of... Well, I suppose that mm. they live within Africa, the kind of African continent, but you wouldn't... Yeah. Expect them to be in the area of Africa that kind of currently exists. It's a kind of another part of Africa, and they'd look a little bit out of place, I suppose. Don't I? Yeah, well, it's, it's
0: rumored to to be around the tree of life and Africa, I suppose. Right, so I, th- okay. I think that it might be a parade of camels from one area to another.
1: Okay, fair enough. I,
0: I suppose they've got to get them on site or on, on set and then move them back off. It's
1: going to be spitting distance.
0: Well, that's the other thing. You know, the I've, from videos I've seen of camels is they tend to do a lot of moaning and bleating yes. and spitting.
1: That's true. And they always have the hump.
0: Yeah, always have at least one.
1: I'll be a week. Right, so camels might be going to the animal kingdom then. Let's just talk about the last bit of news we've got for you. We're heading over to Disneyland Paris because uh, we like to try and cover some Disneyland Paris every now and again when we can. And uh, the Jedi Training Academy that's been going on in America for so long is finally heading over to Disneyland Paris. Officially on the 12th, sorry, 11th of July, the Jedi... Well, they're calling it the Jedi Academy is going to be opening inside Disneyland Paris the Jedi Academy it's uh, well they put it in English uh, they haven't confirmed exactly what sort of um, format it's going to take but we're fairly certain from the image that they produced it's going to be just like it is in Florida etc um, it's going to be we believe taking place within Videopolis Videopolis is the area took like a big stage area that is right next door to um, Cafe Hyperion I believe that's right isn't it and uh, what we seem to think is that they're going to turn this area into somewhere where they can go and do this Jedi Academy. It's indoors, which works perfectly, because any time during the year they can continue to run it without needing the good weather. And uh, I think it's something that will be really, really popular over in uh, Disneyland Paris. So if you're heading over there, as I will be in the summer, heading over there anytime from the 11th of July onwards, then you can go and enjoy the Jedi Training Academy and get involved with everything that's going on there. Right, let's talk about news and, uh, not news and rumours, closures. What's going on if you're heading over to um, Walt Disney World or Disneyland Paris anytime soon? There's not many, not much at all closed, to be honest, in Walt Disney World. Uh, there's two closures, I suppose, in Animal Kingdom. The Flame Tree Barbecue is going to remain closed until about the 18th of May. And Creature Comforts is closed now as well. That's going to close until the 14th of June. We do believe, though, that this could possibly be the new Starbucks. Yeah. If you're heading over to Downtown Disney, parking's a lot, lot better than it was. Excellent news. In fact, Disney put a whole blog post open about the fact that the stairs, or the entrance to one of the parking lots, is now open. This is how big this is. But the entrance, <laughs> the parking lot entrance to lots A to G, is still closed, and that's likely to stay closed until around the first of August. But uh, the rest of it is starting to open again soon. So um, that's it. Excellent. The for Walt Disney World, which is pretty good. What you got going on in Disneyland Paris?
0: At uh, Disneyland Paris, um, for May. We've, okay, again Disneyland Paris haven't got a lot of things closed well, for, for May. It's obviously the build-up for the um the summer time. Yeah. Um but the ones that are closed are gonna be closed all of um all of May. So we've got Le Carousel de Lancelot is gonna be closed okay. all May. Yeah. We've got Le Mysterio de Nautilus. That's gonna be closed all of May. We've got I'm I'm sure there's a better French version of Space Mountain Mission 2. Learn
1: Monte, space. What's, What did deux. what did it used to be called? Space Mountain. De,
0: de la Lune de la something, or is that oh, just me? Am I the Lune?
1: Terre, terre, de Loon, or something like
0: that. Something like that. We need we need to look into that, okay, one, that one for when it's shut next time. Yeah. Um. But in in well, I'll will go into Hollywood Studios. or no, I mean Disney Studios, and I'll come back to that. Um. Fly flying, flying carpets over Agarabah, is going to be closed from the 11th to the 31st of May. Right, Have you seen any of the updates of the refurbishments that's going on at Space Mountain?
1: No, I haven't.
0: I think it was Disney and More put on uh, Facebook over the last week um, some photo updates, which I think was a, a re- retweet of someone else's article. I can't okay. remember who it was. Yeah. I apologise. And... Um, they have really put the effort in and they're making the things look painted up to look almost as though they're brand new toys.
1: Fabulous. You
0: I'll know, it's, it's really shiny paintwork. It looks crisp. Okay. It looks where it used to be.
1: Well, I look forward to seeing that then. Uh, I've been going out in the summer, so I'll get to see that and see what they've done with it. But I have not, not had a chance to look at those, but I'll certainly check those out. And right, that's, it was about time it happened that's all the news and rumors we've got uh and it's time for a new segment of the show which we'll be bringing to you every now and again when we need to which is all to do with the disney brit running team so that means we need a theme tune don't we so i thought we'd have something like this Right, so we're talking about Disney Brit running team. For those of you who've not heard this before, no idea what we're talking about. Alan, do you want to explain a little bit about kind of where this has come from?
0: Yeah, we've got a running team.
1: Yeah, there we go. Good. So we're moving on. We'll see you next week. No, uh, it's not quite that. So do you want to explain what the running team, the idea behind the running team?
0: Yeah, well, um, Disneyland Paris announced that they're going to be having a half marathon event in September next year. And we felt it was only right that we, as, as part of the UK podcasting team, should... Try and take part in that, but we also thought, well, you know, if if, if a few of us want to run together, there's sort of help in in a group action. You know, there's there's more support there, and you can achieve yep. more by numbers. And we could also try and raise some money for charity. So what we've just done is we've created a running team where we've got several people that are interested. We've got a, a mailing list that is ongoing and building. We've now created a Facebook group to sort of get some chat going on there so we that have. we can tell people how we're training and how we're getting on encourage others to join in and then we've also decided to expand it a little bit further
1: yeah so this is not just a UK thing as well for those of you listening in the US we want you to get involved as well Uh, what we've done over the past month or so is we have polled all of the people on our Facebook page about who we should be raising money for by doing all of these events that we're going to be taking part in and overwhelmingly uh, with it was well over 400 and something votes we had in total. Uh, you said you wanted us to, to raise money for Cordwell Children, which, although it's a UK charity, it's designed to help those uh, children who might have life-limiting uh, illnesses or who have severe disabilities and have to deal with those. And it helps support families to um, cope with uh, those particular things when they have children who have either of those those issues. And um, it's something that, that came to our attention through uh, Hayley Walker, who... You may have heard in the show a few shows ago where she talked about the Destination Dreams trip that they do. And Caldwell do a trip every single year where they take a group of young people and their families to Florida, Orlando, for 10 days. And as part of that, they um, go to Disney, they go to Universal, they do all of those sort of things. And uh, they have volunteers who go. Good, Great news that some of the people who heard that who listen to the show, have actually applied and are going in December with Caldwell Children. And so uh, we, we, we really wanted to support this charity and do as much as we can. So we spoke to those, um, the guys over at Caldwell Children, we spoke to Kirsten, I think her name is, I remember rightly, uh, who's been fantastic and she's told us about all these wonderful things that we can get involved in and we can do. Um, so we decided we'd set up the running team and it's going to happen uh, September 2016 that half marathon but Alan then suddenly had this idea well was, oh, hang on a second why do we have to wait 18 months in order to raise money for Cordwell why not expand the running team to people who are taking part in running events can help raise money for this particular charity um, so you had this brainwave didn't you Alan for us
0: yeah well I've, I've got to say it, it stemmed from my wife it's your um, wife's fault yeah yeah because obviously, me, me and Adam, we, we weren't runners. And I can't necessarily say that we still aren't our runners. No. You know, we're, <laughs> we're, we're trying. We're and one, one of the things that's helped me go from, well, literally, I've we, we, started doing the couch to 5K. Yeah. And I started at the beginning of January. It was sleet, it was snow, it was freezing cold, it was horrible weather. And despite all that, I kept it on going through it. And eventually I hit the 5K level. And I was like, "Well, what now?" So I then bought the next app, and I've I'm taking it. I'm nearly at 10k now, so I'm I'm just sort of building up. But you know, I've now got what was it about another 16 months before the potential Disney Paris run, yeah, something like that. So I was like, "Well, why do we have to wait until then to do something with the Disney Brit running team? Why can't we actually start something sooner?" So my wife had entered this local race. Um, which is going to be held in Newcastle, um, 18th of July. And it is a what they're calling the colour obstacle rush race or run. It's a fun run. It's not, I I don't, I'm assuming you'll get some sort of timings on it. Yeah, I think you
1: will, but it's not anything that you would class as a serious race, is
0: it? Definitely not serious. Um, And basically what's going to happen is this race that my wife has entered is um, a fun run and along the run, you've got bouncy castles, inflatables, foam, gladiators, climbing nets, plenty of surprises, and also nine colour stations where you get plastered with um, powder paint. Yeah. And I said to Adam, what are you doing in July? And his reply was, looks like I'm coming up to Newcastle.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Um, so it's, it's only 5k you know this isn't anything massive but I think for for me certainly running a 5k race is a big thing you know I'm a little bit behind Alan because of injury and illness I've ended up not quite being as far as ahead I'd like to be but I would expect in the next month or so I'm finally going to get to actually be running at 5k which would be great um, yep. so this was kind of the next challenge so we, we were saying let's go and do it wouldn't this be great great fun to be a bit of a giggle and then we suddenly thought to ourselves, well hang on why do we not why not do this for Caldwell as well why not start the fundraising now and then we can do this for cordwell and then we can do obviously the disneyland paris stuff for cordwell so our our kind of don't our our fundraising i suppose is this whole 18 month challenge from couch to half marathon but with everything in between um, so yeah. we've set up a Just Giving page. And the reason we've used Just Giving is because they're international. So it doesn't matter whether you're listening to this in the UK or whether you listen to this in the US, you can all donate towards Caldwell Children for the work that we do. Um, so we're going to run this 5K in July, and we're going to do it for Caldwell Children. Okay? Uh, so yeah. what we'd really like people to do is to start to donate towards the charity. Now, we're not asking you to donate thousands of pounds here even if it's a pound or two pounds or whatever or a dollar or or three or four dollars um you know it just helps us to get towards that target we've currently set a target of two thousand pounds to raise in by september 2016 okay um and we'd really really like people to support doing this and this is where kind of there's kind of two ways of supporting this this is where it all comes in one You turn around and say, you know what, there's no in a million years I'm ever going to run a half marathon or a 5K or a 10K or anything like that. It's just not going to happen. But I'm willing to support by donating some money, which would be great. Or you say, I'm a runner. Or do you know what, I'm prepared to sort of start running and maybe I can get myself to a 5K or a 10K. And then what we do is you can become part of the running team and you can fundraise in order to raise money for Cordwell through the Disney but running team, even if it's just the 5K run that's going on in your local town or whether it's a marathon that's going on in the centre of London, that you can become part of the Disney but running team as a bigger entity. Um, yeah. And that's kind of where we decided we wanted to go with this. So we can make it a, something that's, that's inclusive. You don't have to travel all the way to Paris in order to be part of the running team. You can do it just by taking part and joining in with everything that we're doing. Um, that kind of explains it, I think,
0: doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And the other thing that I'm gonna point out, which a lot of people when they're sort of doing this sort of the couch to five K, they sort of have a few stumbles from the start off and think, Oh, it's it's I'm I'm never gonna get there. Yeah. But I think if you actually put something in it as a goal, as in right, okay, well before we start doing the couch to five K we entered a ten K that's in July, me and my wife. Just because you know you've got to hit something at that point. You know, I've, I've paid the money, I've got the subscription, I've got the, the entry fee, etc. Um, I've got to do that 10k now because I've entered the goal. Yeah. So if you put yourself little goals building up to either the 5k in, in Disneyland Paris or that you're going to do the half marathon in Disneyland Paris. You know, if you've got little goals along the way, you'll sort of get there easier.
1: Yeah, definitely. And that's the plan here that we're kind of we're, we're doing this gradually so we don't end up killing ourselves by, by going at it too too quickly and too fast but we'd like we we want to try and raise as much money as we can we don't want to have to wait until september 2016 in order to say look what we've managed to get to that goal we want to make those goals along the way for people to to, uh, join us and help us out so how can you get involved right there's several ways there's four ways really you can get involved one you can join the disney brit running team that's all you have to do is to go to facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash disney brit running team okay You can go to our email, radio at disneybrit.com, and say, hey, I want to take part in the running team in whatever way I can. How can I take part? And we can help you do it that way. Three, go to the website, disneybrit.com forward slash dbrt. And you can sign up to our newsletter. In our newsletter, we put updates on there as much as we can about things that are going on. And on that newsletter, we'll update things to do with the Disneyland Paris Half Marathon. We'll also update any, other, any runs that are going on that people are taking part in. And also we'll put on there any runs that people are doing towards the Disney Brit running total. And the fourth thing is to do is to go to our Just Giving page and you can donate there. It's justgiving.com forward slash Disney Brit running team. Okay, and they are kind of the four ways really that you can participate and help us to support what's going on there are other also there are a little get my words out now there are also other ways that you can help us to donate as well not only can you do it online through the disney bit running team you can obviously raise money yourself if you want to and do it offline and send the money direct to cordwell and let us know and we can add it to the total the other way that you can do it is via a text donation okay so you can do it through a text donation and you know what now you're going to ask this question aren't you how do we do a text donation and i've just suddenly realized that i'm on the webpage and it's not letting me find it but we've also got a text number yes
0: how do we do a text donation you're going to do that not funny
1: um so (laughs) the first event that we're definitely going to be involved in is this color obstacle rush do you want to explain kind of a little bit about this Alan so, and the dates and, and how much it's going to cost to be involved, just in case right, people okay. are interested in joining us in doing this
0: No problem, now the, the Colour Rush run is it's on several locations around the UK I'll admit that, right there's one in London which is on the um, 28th of June, there's one in Utoxida on the 4th of July um, but there's two in Newcastle on the 18th and the 19th of um, July, now those are the ones that me and Adam are going to go in for. we We're not going to do both of them. We're not crazy. Um, we're going to choo- choose a date that's suitable for us both. Um, but we would like you, the listeners, and you who are going to be part of the Disney Brit running team, yep. if you want to join us, have a meet-up in Newcastle, we'll, we'll arrange a date that's suitable for all of us um, on that weekend. Now, I can't guarantee what the weather's going to be like. There's a good chance it'll be lashing down because it is Newcastle.
1: It is up north, yeah. They don't have good weather Yeah
0: it doesn't doesn't get great um, but the event should be fun that's that's the best thing I can say to you um, now in terms of costings for this now the website advertises it at £30 if you sign up um, between the 8th of May and the 1st of July now the £30 is actually £30 plus VAT so it's £36 if you get a group of 4 people signing up for it at the same time and paying for it as one payment, you'll get a 10% discount. Yeah. So I think that'll be 27 pounds plus VAT the way that they're going to work it. For that, what you will get is admission to the run. Yeah. You'll get an event event t-shirt. You'll get an official finisher badge or medal even, sorry. I won't downgrade it. Uh, a fun pre-workout which I assume is just so that you don't um, break your legs on the way through it That's right. um, and there's a finish line festival not really sure what that means but the bit which I've left out which is the most important bit you'll get a personal colour bomb now I've been through the process of registering a little bit I haven't actually gone to complete it yet because I, I want to see who's interested in doing it first and you can buy additional packets of powder paint if you are into that sort of thing so everyone's going to be getting a, a packet of powder paint to douse everyone with you know if you want to turn it into a total paint fest which I think it will be anyway you can get more pound yeah. fifty a packet
1: yeah so well, I think we're going is it the Saturday we're thinking of doing aren't we
0: I think we're aiming for the Saturday yeah Um, that's the day that my wife is doing it she, she's doing it probably separately to me um, it is The way that they're doing it is over several time slots between about 10.30 in the morning till um, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So there's several different time slots. So if you're wanting to come up to Newcastle and join us, we'll, we'll arrange for a later slot so that a few of us can go off at the same time. If you're not wanting to come and join us, we might we may start around lunchtime, something like that, I don't know. Yeah. Um, but there is also a limit to the amount of people that can do each slot. So there's a good chance that the time slots will start to get booked up yeah. in advance. But, so the um, sooner we can do this, the better.
1: But do let us know and we'll, uh, we'll try and sort
0: that out. If you Sh- do should, want, we, should we put a, a date limit on it?
1: Yeah, I would say we're looking at the oh, next week. So by the time the next show comes round, Disney Brit by its size, we will announce the time that we're going to do it. So the next show which is in a week's time we will announce uh when we're going to do it so if you are thinking about doing it email us radio go to the running page on facebook and let us know and we'll uh, we'll get a group of us together to go and do that if you are thinking about donating via text and you could do this right now you get your phone out right if you get your phone out in front of you and it's really really simple you need to send a text to this number seven zero zero seven zero Okay, so type that in, 70070, and then you need to enter our unique code, which is DBRT99. Okay, so the number 70070, DBRT99, and then, and obviously, it's only if you're in the UK you can do this, and then you can enter how much you want to donate. You can do a pound, you can do two pounds, you can do three, four, five, or ten pounds. Okay? Okay. So I'll give you, again, it's 70070, code DBRT99, and then you can put in a pound, two pound, three pound, four pound, five pound, or ten pounds, okay? So that's basically the other way of doing it via text, and that goes onto your mobile bill, etc. and yeah, I'm going to pay it out straight away. Excellent. I think that rounds up everything to do with the running team, doesn't it?
0: Yeah, I yeah. think that sounds quite exciting.
1: It's, I'm really excited. You know, it's it's great to have a purpose for doing these things. I'll, I'm going to do my first 5k run in June. That that is my plan. I'm going to do our local park run in June, see how I do, and then July I'm going to go for this, and uh, we'll start to raise some money for charity and, and see how much we. Can I think get.
0: one other thing to to say about this is if if we do this colour run as part of a team, um, there is obstacles to get over. From the looks of it, there's some inflatable slopes with ropes to climb up, you know, if, if we do it as a, as a true team, you know, if you're struggling to get up the slope, we'll try and help give push people push. over. Yeah, definitely. Give you I'm not push. saying <laughs> I can do it myself, but, <laughs> but it's we'll try be, and help push it's people over.
1: We'll attempt to do it and it'll be, uh, it'll be good fun. So, uh, so please do come and join us, come and give it a go and uh, we'll have a bit of a chuckle together doing it.
0: Um, actually, what I'm going to say also is if, if you want to find out the information about the run itself from the organizers yeah the, w- the website is www dot obstacle obstacle core no obstacle rush.com so that's color obstacle, rush, dot com. Yeah. and that's color spelled the american way
1: okay right uh that is all of the news for the disney running team it's time to go to our usual section of the show we are looking at disney's ultimate attraction So again, those of you who have not uh, listened to the show before, we do something called Disney's Ultimate Attraction, where we are trying to find the ultimate attraction at Disney World. And we've been doing polls for a good while now. We're on the second round where we're trying to whittle it down even further than we have already to find out who is the ultimate attraction, according to you, at Walt Disney World. So we've got several pairs to talk about today. It's the Main Street Trolley versus the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Test Track. Takes on Tomorrowland Transit Authority, the People Mover, uh, Magic Kingdom Welcome Show is against Walt Disney's Enchanted Tiki Room, and *Festival of the Lion King* takes on Oh Canada. Right, Alan, you don't know the results of any of these, and I've done that on purpose today because Correct. we may actually influence some of the things that are going on in the show, in the uh, the pair up So let's start off with the Main Street Trolley Show against Maharaja Jungle Trek main street trolley show is obviously done on main street in the magic kingdom and it's surrounded by one of the trolleys that comes down main street that comes up against the maharaja jungle trek which you find in the animal kingdom this is in the asia section of the park and it's the one park where place where you find uh, such things as tigers it's a walkthrough attraction has an aviary at the end and uh, is set within the temple of the maharaja at the time when the park was supposed to be uh where it was a hunting ground basically before the park came So, Alan, out of the two, which one are you voting for?
0: This this is is harder than you think it is for me, really. Okay, go on
1: then. Why is this one harder?
0: Now, it's no secret that I love Animal Kingdom. Yeah. I think Animal Kingdom is the best park around. And I have admitted in the past couple of shows that I've maybe done the Jungle, the uh, Maharaja trek, maybe once. Okay. Out of the treks, I think I've done it once. Yeah. Um, whereas the trolley show, I see it every time I've got the Magic Kingdom because I'm there for Oak drop. It's 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 right up the middle of yeah. Main Street USA. It is. Um, so we did that. Also the say. <laughs> and I think it adds to the atmosphere of Main Street. It's it's one of the things that really lifts the morning. Yeah. Whereas as I've not done the, the Jungle Trek every single time, I think that I've missed it and I haven't missed it. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Okay. So I'm guessing you're going trolley show, are you?
0: I'm going trolley show, although that goes against my belief system of the animal kingdom is the best.
1: Okay. That's fine. So you're going trolley show. Um, I'm not going trolley show. I'm definitely going Maharaja Jungle Trek here. It's got one of my favorite animals, a tiger in it. I love it. It's I spend ages in there just watching those tigers. Uh, and it's so cleverly designed that you get such an up close sort of view of those particular animals. Uh, I, I can't really go Main Street Trolley Show at all, because it's okay, but it's not one of those attractions that I would stop and wait and watch, whereas Maharaja Trungle Trek is an attraction that I would always go and visit. Um, it turns out that, actually, you guys uh, agree, and uh, Maharaja Trungle Trek goes well through against the Main Street Trolley Show, so we're going to say goodbye to that. So it's kind of bittersweet, Alan. Oh, it's, it's just survives. like what the
0: council is doing to Gosforth. They're destroying <laughs> the soul out of the High Street.
1: All right, it's not some sort of politics show, you know. It's just, it's just, it's just Disney, but it's fine. Okay, let's. There'll be shops about... closed on Main
0: Street before you know yeah, it. Yeah, you
1: never know. Before long, the tax, the rent will go up, and all this sort of stuff. They'll be happen- boarded up. And anyway, uh, next one then is Test Track versus the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover. So Test Track was uh, redeveloped in the past few years and it's designed that you create your own car and then you ride that particular vehicle and see how it comes up against those sort of things that they would often test in certain vehicles. That's, it's a thrill ride, it's in Epcot, it is part of the FastPass system and is one of the sought after attractions by a lot of people, particularly first thing in the day. That comes up against the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover, which is the um, maglev kind of powered, transportation system that will take you on a tour around tomorrowland it takes you inside attractions such as space uh, space mountain and also takes you through scenes like buzz lightyear and also on a tour of pretty much the whole of tomorrowland uh, it was basically created after a design by walt disney himself Um, and has uh, become a very popular attraction within the Magic Kingdom. So, two very, very different attractions. The question is, Alan, which one are you putting through?
0: Ooh. You know, if if you're going into a car showroom, basically you're looking at the difference between a Ferrari and an upside-down skip that's powered by electric.
1: Well, yeah, kind of.
0: It's like the larder of cars, isn't it? Yeah. Do they still make larders? I think so. Okay. I don't know, to be honest. I've never seen them on the road for years, but it. The, oh, it, again, it's another hard, hard decision because I think Test Track's got fantastic moments in it. Yeah, it's there's a little bit of thrill there, a little bit of excitement. It's one of the fastest rides on property, um, at, in places. Whereas Test, um, the TTA is relatively a slow people churner Yeah, or people mover. Sorry. Yeah. And um, it's not that thrilling. No, that's true. But it's just one of those legacy things where people go, "Well, well, Walt had something to do with it." Yeah, I know. But he also had something to do with the tiki birds, and I don't want to go into that one. <laughs> um, right. I'm gonna say TTA. No, You're... that's a, hell of a lie. I'm gonna say test track.
1: You're going test track. Test track. Okay, see, I'm torn on this one as well. Um, I... The Disney purist in me says TTA because it was something that was created by Walt Disney or the, the concept was created by Walt Disney. The thrill seeker and the kind of advancement in technology kind of uh, Disney fan in me says Test Track. I don't like the new Test Track as much as I liked the old Test Track. So you like it? I still like it. Yeah, I definitely still like it. But there's something about the Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover that kind of draws me to ride it multiple times. And I think if I was to... and It's very sad to think that if I was to think about which of those two attractions I would be more upset not to ride if I went to Walt Disney World, it'd be the Transit Authority every single time. Which causes a problem. Because I'm going Tomorrowland Transit Authority people mover, and you've gone test track. They were a dead draw. And now we've both voted for one each, they're still a dead draw. That's not good. So the question is, what do we do now?
0: Mm. You have to form a coalition. Form a coalition. With another attraction.
1: This is what I think we do. I think we put them both through. And I think we then put them, they end up in the random draw and they come up against somebody else and whoever wins that fight wins.
0: Yeah, I I think that's the fairest way.
1: Because genuinely they are neck and neck and we can't even decide between us either. So I think it's only fair that they're going to go up against each other or go up against something else in the next round and whoever wins, wins. I think that's the only fair way to do this.
0: Yep, yeah, sounds good to me so there we go so oh. they both
1: go through we never had that before but that's something a little bit unusual right next up is the magic kingdom welcome show which is the show that happens before the park opens and uh, it's the train that comes across and um, you can uh, see characters get off and all that sort of stuff and then you've got that comes up against walt disney's enchanted tiki room which is oh, a uh, bird show that you find inside Adventureland. Uh, yeah, this one was created by Walt Disney himself, and uh, is the original version. After Walt Disney's enchanted Tiki Room, a new management was brought in and then taken away. It's about a twenty-minute show. Um, Alan,
0: it's about twenty minutes too long.
1: All right, so we're not going Tiki Room
0: here then for you. No, I'm, I'm not even going to elaborate on it. It's, it's not the Tiki Room. It's the oh, to be. Like um, you know, now I've just thought about that, and I thought I'm going to throw the tiki room away for the option of a train turning up and offloading. It it just doesn't sound as exciting, does it? No. However, you no, know, it it gets you in the spirit for the morning, doesn't it? You you turn up at the Magic Kingdom before the the rope has officially dropped, and the train turns up. You see the characters. There's the the music, the yep. streamer shootout. It just gets you crying before you get through the doors. I love it. So, the train thing.
1: So you're going Magic Kingdom Welcome Show? Yes. Uh, I've got to go Enchanted Tiki Room. Again, Disney purist to me that says, out of the two of those, which one am I more likely to want to see? And it's the Enchanted Tiki Room. Oh, really? Um, Yeah, but it doesn't matter because the Magic Kingdom Welcome Show does actually just beat the Enchanted Tiki Room. By by males. Two votes by two votes literally um so enchanted Tiki room we say goodbye and magic kingdom welcome show we say welcome through to the next round right onto the last one then we've got for this week which is festival of the lion king versus oh canada so alan again which one are you going for
0: now is Oh canada the circle vision thing
1: yes with martin short
0: right okay I think it's got to be Festival of the Lion King, Go even on. though that was the the budget show that was cobbled together from Parade Floats, yeah. I think I'd prefer to see that in the Animal Kingdom than I would, well, to be fair. The last time I saw o Canada was probably in the previous version of the film, and it was probably around 1990.
1: Okay, so you're definitely so, going Festival of the Lion King. Yeah, That's, like, I've got
0: nothing against Canadians, don't get me wrong. Yeah,
1: it's not, this is not a Canada problem, this is just the <laughs> quality of the other attraction. Um, Festival of the Lion King for me is without a shadow of a doubt better than O Canada, and uh, it, there's no way in a million years I, don't, I, I can see how O can- Canada can be better. Apparently, four people thought Oh Canada was better than Festival of the Lion King, but Festival of the Lion King. And they were from Saskatchewan. Yes, they were from Canada, um, but Festival of the Lion King absolutely wiped the floor with O Canada, and is well and truly through to the next round. Um, Which means, unusually, we've got five attractions going through to the next round. We've got the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover and Test Track, Maharaja Jungle Trek, Magic Kingdom Welcome Show, and Festival of the Lion King that will make it through to the next round. And it means that we've then got our next four pairings, which if you go to Facebook and go to our page, you will find those four pairings over there. For the next four that you're going to be voting on over the next couple of weeks is Cinderella Castle versus Castaway Creek. Walt Disney World's Railroad comes up against Pangani Forest Exploration Trail. Country Bear Jamboree comes up against Flights of Wonder. Mickey's Filler Magic takes on Ellen's Energy Adventure. So there you go. They're your next four pairings. You can go and find those over on the the Facebook page. And you can go and vote for those. And in the next couple of weeks, we will... um Decide which one of those goes through to the next round. Right, we're going to take a very, very quick break. When we return, we've got something we want to do called Our Disney Confessions. We'll be back in a couple of minutes. Want to keep up to date with all the latest Disney news and rumors? Then make sure to check out www.disneybrit.com, your number one source for the magical world of Disney.
0: have yeah, the best kept Disney World and Universal
1: Studios vacation secret. Did you know that anyone can run a sweet ride and truly get around fast with your pass inside the theme parks? Mom, tell them!
0: Well, Scooter Vacations makes it fun all day long. You or someone you love deserves the best way to see everything. So why not relax and enjoy a true express ride with your pass? Scooter
1: Vacations can arrange it and even deliver it to you. Get around the fun way, have as
0: much fun getting from ride to ride as being on the ride, they fit on buses, boats, and monorails, and some can fit in a car trunk. Upgrade your experience and scoot everywhere. Contact Scooter Vacations at 1-855-WDW-SCOOT, that's 1-855-WDW-SCOOT, or on the web at ScootOrlando.com. That's S-C-O-O-T, Orlando.com, S-C-O-O-T orlando.com. Howdy,
1: folks. Please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses because this here's the wildest ride in the wilderness. Right, it is the Disney Radio Show and we said we wanted to do one last thing today which is to do with our disney confessions and this was something that came to me having watched um somebody on youtube do this actually a a couple of weeks ago they were saying about that everybody who's involved in the disney community should have a go at confessing to their hidden disney secrets and those sort of things basically what are the things that the you kind of as disney fans you reckon people should have done but haven't done them and i was like you know what? this is actually quite an interesting one so i thought we'd give it a go so the first thing we did was to speak to you guys over on facebook and said what are your disney confessions you know things as a disney fan you should have done but haven't and may shock your disney friends so these are some of them craig radford okay i was shocked by this one he says a self-professed disney fanboy I'm pretty embarrassed at the following never done the tomorrowland transit authority people mover wow uh, never bought or traded pins or never been on living with the land but he's hoping to rectify all of these in October November next, next year that's, that's quite a big one um, Alicia uh, De Plessy said she's never seen Festival of the Lion King Really? Um, never seen *Fest for the Lion King*, uh, but as always intended to, but gets pulled for Everest into Everest for hours on end by the short tra- her, her short travel companion apparently. But it's on a list of things to do every time. Wendy Burke says she's never had a doll Whip float, and Craig Lucas says he's never seen Bambi. So there's some things that some people said. So the question is, Alan, what I've got five here, okay? okay. Disney confessions that I'm. I'm going to share with with people do you want to start or shall i start
0: um you start and i'll work out how how deep your confessions are going to be
1: um these are i don't know whether they're, they're kind of things that i would say people may or may not know about me already and they're linked to things that we've talked about over the past few episodes and they're kind of some at least one of them is like the advice that we strongly give people I haven't necessarily done myself, but for reasons I'll explain. Those sort of things, really. Okay. So, shall I start off? Go on, then. Okay, I'll start off with with my first one, which um, people may or may not know about me. Uh, It's not a big one, but I I am going to admit now, as my confession. I knew that, though, Adam. Tower of Terror scares the living daylights out of me. Right? And I know I talk about Tower of Terror being an amazing attraction, and it really is, but I can't remember... The last time I went on Tower of Terror. And the reason is because I look at it and it scares me to death. But once I've been on it, and it always happens, I go on it and I get off the other side and I go, that ride is absolutely fantastic. I love it. But I don't think I've been on the one in Florida since 2005.
0: About 10 years. It's been
1: 10 years since I did Florida. And I've done the Disneyland Paris one once. You, you you talk about this as though you go on it all the time. I know, I know. This is my confession. Is what I'm saying. I love it, and it's a brilliant ride when I get on it. But I just, I for some strange reason, I just have this psychological block of going on. Uh, uh, ca- um, going on Tower of Terror.
0: I can vaguely remember on Tower of Terror, you did a recording once. We did, and I think you recorded yourself doing Tower of Terror, and I can remember the drop, and you squeal like a girl. Yeah, I do
1: every time and that's one of the reasons why it absolutely petrifies me uh but yes i genuinely tower of terror scares the living daylights out of
0: me well th- this isn't really a confession but the um tower of terror is the only ride i've not done in all of in Walt Disney part.
1: world okay right, well, i've it. done everything
0: else but i haven't done tower of terror
1: so you've not done that one so uh that's yeah that's there's my disney i that's the whole point i want to do something that maybe you didn't know about me there you go i right. I'm not a fan of Tower of Terror. I, am. I love Tower of Terror, but I hate it in equal measure. Fair enough. So yeah. there you go. That's my that's my first one.
0: You're airing out your demons.
1: It's something like that, yeah. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. Airing okay. It out my demons, go on then. So, uh, so what's your what's your first my, one?
0: My my confession, I suppose, right. is that I've never not celebrated a birthday yet at Walt Disney World.
1: You've never.
0: I. I not celebrated a birthday at what Disney World. Oh,
1: go on. Yeah, go on.
0: Um, it, it always happens to be my birthday whenever I go to Disney World. You know, when yeah. they say, are you celebrating anything? It's always my birthday. Right. And, you know, you get extra puddings. You get yeah, all sorts. Yeah, yeah. I've had birthdays in May, June, September. Yeah. You know, I, 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 my birthday changes.
1: So it changes and, during uh,
0: the year? Yeah, it changes to... Literally when my holiday is there. Okay. Um, when I go this time, I'm not celebrating my birthday though. I'm, I'm celebrating my 10th year anniversary of wedding.
1: And is it actually going to be close to when you're going?
0: Yeah, it's a month out, but. Oh, okay. We'll be well, celebrating oh, in that
1: case, I'll confess that uh, I celebrated my ter- my wedding anniversary at uh, Walt Disney World uh, in August when I got married in March. <laughs> <laughs> it's a treat. Uh, I've just found that audio. I think, by the way, of Sarah. Right? Should I see if I can uh, I skip through it and so see if I can find the point where I scream like a girl?
0: Go on then. Right
1: here it is. So there's, there's quite a bit of it. There's, there's the background. That's the French chou- version. <coughs> can't you hear me? Gamou <laughs> venait de pénétrer dans la quatrième dimension. The sound of it is terrible. Avec tristes événements qui s'abattirent sur ce haut lieu Hollywood. I, think I it being French makes it even worse. <laughs> so, uh, here we go. Even
0: now. Even
1: now, I get full oh grades. <laughs> <laughs> There you go i found it oh right. dear <laughs> oh however even now i get butter, that butterfly feeling oh i think i think oh. the,
0: the french the french narration actually makes it sound scarier
1: yeah i think it does right okay let's get to my second confession then uh, my second confession is i've never been to a park for rope drop
0: that is okay. disgusting
1: now i've been in a park during rope drop So I've been and had like breakfast before the park opens. But I've never been at a park for bang on rope drop, ever. And it's partly down to the fact that I have a family who refuses to get up that early to go into a theme park and go on rides. It's part of the issue. But I've never ever been to a park and been stood there by the rope and been let into the park. Even Do you know what? Even when I've been on my own, I've never been
0: uh, in a park on rope drop.
1: So there you go that's uh, we go a lot for later rather than earlier
0: well i suppose that this this pros and cons for that yeah that's true yeah there is um i've rarely seen fireworks i've i've seen okay all the fireworks but bear in mind this is over a, a probably a, a 15 year period yeah and and i've been probably eight nine times and i've probably seen them all maybe just once okay but, so is this you know,
1: like a, I, is this a confession or is this just a comment?
0: Sort sort of a confession. It's yeah. but it's it's more you know, I've done it, I've done it once. Yeah. But um it's it's sort of the opposite to what Adam's problem is. You know, Adam can't get up in the morning and I'm falling asleep by eight <laughs> o'clock. Yeah. Fair enough.
1: Okay, so what's your next <laughs> Disney confession then?
0: Um well we always like to offer people the advice of um have a, a rest in the afternoon. Right. And my confession is, I cannot rest in the afternoon. Yeah, okay. So you don't I, go I, home. Ba- basically, when my wife goes, Oh, my feet are killing and we're going back to the hotel, I'll go, Yeah, but there's no cue on that one. Can we just go on that one? Unless we just finish that ride, we'll go on to the next one. Yeah. And the next one. Yeah. And the next one. Oh, we'll have something to eat now. I'm always trying to push the limits. Okay. So my confession is, I cannot rest. You cannot rest. The
1: the I'm exactly the same, I must admit. That uh, the, the that does it doesn't work for me.
0: Uh, and I have a rest in the middle I, of the day. If, if you're energy. stopping at Disney Hotel, okay, you, you've gone to the Magic Kingdom, you're going back to Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yeah. How long is that going to take you on the bus?
1: Oh yeah, it's, it, it will take a while
0: to get back on the bus. And there's no, well, I'd say the slim chance of you leaving at three o'clock to get back okay. into the parks to have a decent amount of time. Yeah, true. So that's my theory on it. I don't want to waste time.
1: No, no, I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Okay, my next digital confession. If I never rode It's a Small World ever again, I wouldn't care. I only go on It's a Small World to please the rest of
0: my family. I I just, I don't like it. Do you want a a confession from your family? Right. They only go on it to please you. Yeah,
1: it's probably true. <laughs> no, I, I just, oh, no, I just don't know. It's not for me. I know Walt Disney. I, I go back to the whole purist thing we're talking about earlier about Walt Disney, but I just, I just don't like it. It's dull. Bores me.
0: Not interested. Yep. There you go. Fair enough. I'm, I'm, singing dolls don't do it for me. No, no. no. In, in, in that in that form of doll. <laughs> I know there's other the singing dolls. There are. Um, right, okay. Another thing that's it's sort of like a, a rite of a passage, I think, for Disney fans is doll whips and. It um, <laughs> sounds wrong now. Whips and turkey legs. Yeah. I've never had a doll whip. I think we, we've known this one, haven't we? So you've never had I've a have never doll had whip. a turkey leg. Well, that's all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna try both of them. I've never had a Casey's Corner hot dog. No, you see that amazes me. I'm I'm going to do all of these this time. I've I've got all the dining plan sorted out, I've got all my time slots sorted out. I'm gonna have additional eating by going to Casey's Corner and Turkey Leg time. So
1: Casey's Corner is on the menu. Dole Whip is on the menu, Turkey Leg is on the menu.
0: Yeah, but not necessarily as part of my dining plan that is additional too. Okay, fine.
1: Right. Uh next one from me then, and I'm going to leave the big one to last. Um I've never been round Discovery Island trails. Just never have. Been right up to the tree. I've looked at elements of the tree from afar and looked at the branches, but I don't think I've ever walked round Discovery Island trails. Um it kind of links to my final confession, which I'll come to in a little while, but it's, it's, I was looking through attractions that I've never been on in Walt Disney World. Astro Orbiter and Discovery Island Trails are the only two things I have never been on in Walt Disney World.
0: So there you go. Actually, I, I suppose I've lied, haven't I? Because I've not done Astro Orbiter.
1: But we don't class Astro Orbiter as well at all. It's, it's,
0: it's, it's a weird one, Astro Orbiter, isn't it? Because yeah. it's, it's like Dumbo, but up in the air, you've got to go up in the lift. Yeah. And to me, that's too much effort. Hmm. Well, I've, I've done the, the the trails around the Tree of Life, yeah. And I vaguely remember one of the times that I did the trails, there was somebody not necessarily hiding, but at the end of a trail that had a tranchler in a box. Right. I, d- I didn't like that. I didn't no. like that, so I turned and left. They they weren't a guest; they were a cast member. They weren't just like random sneaking in a tranchler. Um, so yeah, so I've done the, done the trails, it's, 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 that's the animal kingdom for you, you've got to explore, you've got exactly. to take it slowly.
1: You have right, you're dead right, and I know we've talked about it in the past, but it's one of those things I've never done. Okay, what's your fourth Disney confession?
0: Um, the, well, the majority of the time when I go to Disney World, I always go by bus. Right. As in, as in I don't even hire a car now, because I, I worked out that it's getting a car, you've got to pay for your parking so that is sort of where my confession comes in when i do hire a car i sort of go a little bit out of my way to not have to pay for parking i I have meals booked in different restaurants in hotels sometimes i go to hotels to visit them to go to the park yeah i i I will say that occasionally i do pay for parking yeah but i prefer not to.
1: Yeah, well, I think you're in the same boat as everybody else. I prefer not to.
0: <laughs> how, how much is it? Is it about sixteen dollars now? Something like that now, yeah. Crazy on top of your park tickets. all those lines.
1: So that's your confession, okay? My confession. I must is admit, I the, have parked in, in boardwalk and things like that in the past, but I know they've changed some of the rulings slightly. But okay, my my last one is. I don't think I've ever confessed this to anyone. This is this is like a biggie. For years and years, I have said to everybody that Animal Kingdom is a two-day park. And I genuinely, honestly believe the Animal Kingdom is a two-day park. And I would quite happily spend two days there without a shadow of a doubt. My confession is, I've never even spent a full day in the Animal Kingdom. Right? And, and I need to kind of clarify why for everyone goes, I'm not listening to this show, I'm always an idiot. Um again it's because of family reasons that i've never spent more than a day that every time we've been the family's like oh we've had enough today or we haven't got time i don't want to do two days here because we want to do this or i want to relax here or do this sort of stuff and i have fought it and fought it and fought it and fought it continuously saying it is a two-day park and i will i want to spend two days in animal kingdom and it's one of those things that each year i've had to concede um so i've never actually spent a full day in the animal kingdom the, the next Hashtag trip face palm. I know the next trip is definitely two days in the Animal Kingdom, but this is kind of one of those really embarrassing confessions that I think, you know, why have I never, kind of gone? We are just going for two days, end of. But yeah, genuinely, I have never spent more than, I've never even spent a full day in the Animal Kingdom because of family wanted to do other things elsewhere we were close on the last trip we were very close to a full day last time but we had my oldie parents with me who we were bored of walking around and mm. miserable so we all left but uh and we also did Kali River Rapids and got drenched which didn't help but um that's my biggest confession I think out of all of them
0: I would say I normally spend a full day there but when they used to do the jungle jamming parade mm-hmm. that used to be around the time where sometimes we would leave yeah okay um I remember that because you couldn't struggle to leave when that parade was on because they sort of they narrow the roadways all the way down yeah um so yeah but yeah you're know, you're, that, you're a bad man that's
1: a big confession isn't it i was, I was like, oh my word that's actually quite a big one
0: i've i've pretty done i've done pretty much everything to be honest i i i like to do everything i'm i'm there for the the duration when yeah. i when i go to When I go through immigration, right, they say, where are you going? And I don't say Florida or Orlando or or, or (laughs) I'm going to Disney. That's what I say. And the guy looks at me and goes, tut, tut, tut. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know, I've done every other part and I've done pretty much everything in Animal Kingdom. But I've never done it over the space of a couple of days. We've done shorter trips for certain things. So there you go. That's my big confession, which I'm very embarrassed by. And now people are shout But your me. bigger
0: confession is you've never been to Disney World and you go to Spain every year. Yeah,
1: I've never actually been to Disney World, it's all a lie.
0: But you do thanks, go to Spain every thanks year. Thanks to the wonder
1: of Periscope, I just live. If, I, if you've not discovered Periscope yet, do. Do, do discover Periscope. It's great. People go to Disney parks and it's like uh, they Periscope, which is kind of live video feed of what they're doing in Disney parks. There's a guy called Robert Gates who I'm going to say hello to because I know he's just started listening to the show, um, who does loads of them uh, where he kind of just randomly turns up in the Disney park and he's walking through Fantasyland so he'll Periscope that and then it'll disappear. It's kind of like what they used to do with a lot of the video channels, but it kind of comes up on your phone. Such and yeah. such is in such and such. It's great. I spend quite a lot of time or waste quite a lot of time
0: there's um, Big Fat Panda, he does a few periscopes a yeah. week. Um, and the beauty about it is it's is quite raw. You're just wandering around. And it's not the polished up edited video that you see on YouTube. It is literally the walking around the gift shop or the sort of following someone up Main Street or whatever it is. It, it is raw and that's what the beauty about it i is. is. I've, I've, um, I've periscoped a little bit. Yeah. And the weird thing is that people start watching it straight away. They do. Um, I was at work and I decided to periscope one of the machines working. And before, well, before I knew I had six people watching, it freaked me out and I had to hang up.
1: (laughs) Well, I did it. Uh, We went crazy golf. Uh, Disney Brit has got one, by the way. We've set up a Disney Brit one. And I went to crazy golf uh, and uh, periscoped our crazy golf through the Disney Brit one because it was like, this isn't Disney crazy golf, is it? Um, yeah. and then there was like 20 odd people watching it watching me play crazy golf so i attempted to play crazy golf while periscoping which is a difficult thing to do anyway by the by your final yeah. disney confession what is it
0: oh my word is it a big one no i don't think i've got a final one
1: oh, have you not is that all yours done? no
0: yeah i'm i'm saying that's my thing i'm I'm a, I'm a completist.
1: Yeah, I must admit, I found it very difficult. Other than my kind of Animal Kingdom one, I found it quite difficult to think of something that was really sort of shockingly gasp-worthy.
0: Um, I, I originally started off collecting pin badges, and the first thing that I did when I got the pin badges was yeah. I bought the... um, I think it was... I'm going to say Four Doors, F-O-D-O-R, did a book which was um, the entire pin collection you could value them you could see what pins had been released
1: yeah and because it was
0: the entire pin collection i use that as a catalog to tick off what i had and what i hadn't got okay and the idea was to complete that book in my mind fair enough and basically because i'm such a completist i tried to collect the entire back catalog of disney pin badges okay so I gave it quite, give
1: it quite quickly. I need to say a big thank you because we're recording this and I put something on Facebook during the show to say who's going to start off our, our fundraising. Big thank you to Claire Tomlinson who's donated and started Excellent. off our our fundraising. So that's brilliant. Thank you, Claire. Lovely stuff. There we go. But we will uh, obviously say thank you to people who donate uh, after each show or during each show. So yep, definitely. Stuff. Done. Lovely. Right. Um. Yeah. Show's nearly over then, isn't it? I think... Uh, that's everything we need to cover. We just need a couple of reminders we'll do. Uh, But I reckon we can do those reminders while we play this. Oh, it's not working now. I broke it now. Just destroyed stuff. No, why we play this? (laughs)
0: Because
1: it's the end of the show music. Right, we need to remind you of a couple of things. Firstly, the Disney Brit cook-off. And we usually do a show, each show we do some cooking from uh, Disney Brit. And we haven't done it yet because we... been about four weeks since we last mentioned it and we to have the opportunity to do it go to disneybrit.com and you can have a go or please have a go at making the banana toffee mousse on a cocoa crunch Okay, find this over at the hollywood brown derby and uh, the recipe's there for you to give it a go there's also a video there to show you exactly how it's made so do make that, and then in two weeks' time, we're going to talk about this particular toffee thing that we made. Also, tomorrow's child will be back on the next episode where we want you to uh, record your child doing something for us to play on the show. Alan, what's the next one?
0: We're going back to the Christmas idea of humming. Hum a Disney tune. So hum a
1: Disney tune. And uh, we're going to be doing it the next show. So send those in radio at Disney of your child humming a Disney tune. We're going to attempt to guess it. Uh, don't forget, you can go to Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash Disney Brit podcast. You can also go to Twitter at Disney Brit. have already mentioned that you can, of course, send us an email radio at disneybrit.com Don't forget, you can also go over to our new running page, which is Disney Brit uh, sorry, Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash Disney Brit running team. You can go to just giving. Dot com forward slash Disney Brit running team and, uh, and sponsor us there as well. Thank you to Scooter Vacation, Scooter com for their continued support. And uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Yeah.
0: Well, um, it. If you're coming to do the run, let us plenty know. of travel lodges yeah. and premier ins And let
1: us know in the next week if you're to plan on doing that. Right, that's it. Thank you for joining us. We will see you next week for Disney Brit Bright Size. Until then, we'll see you. everybody (laughs) that was swell